Welcome to the 23 Minutes in Hell podcast. Author and speaker Bill Weiss and his wife Annette address the many questions we all have about hell and eternity. Bill and Annette believe the subject of hell shouldn't grip us with fear, but instead, it should inspire us to use our time on earth wisely. Thank you for joining my wife and I. Today we are answering the question, does God send his children to hell? Well, first of all, God doesn't send anyone to hell. A person's own words send them. Jesus said in Matthew 12, 37, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. People deny that Jesus is the only way to heaven, even though Jesus said he is the only way in John 14, 6. Their words are in direct opposition to his words. That's a good point, Bill. So it would be uh, people saying things like, I don't believe the Bible. That's a fairy tale. You know, or just even ignoring the free gift of salvation. Pushing it away, pushing it away, and then maybe thinking, oh, I can think about this later. And then they die without Christ and they end up in hell. Right. So their procrastination and pushed it away, right? Exactly. And their own words of just continual rejecting it. No, I don't want to hear about that right now. Right. And God gave a warning in Revelation 21.8. He said, all unbelievers shall have their part in the lake of fire. So he just gave you the warning. If you don't believe his word that Jesus is the only way, you will end up in the lake of fire. That's why Jesus could say that scripture in Matthew 12.37. Your own words condemn you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so now to answer our question... A common misconception then, Bill, is that all people are God's children. Right. People will claim that, Mm -hmm. even people in the church. And we hear comments such as, well, since God is loving, he would never allow his children to suffer in hell. Well, that is correct. His children are not in hell. Those going to hell are not his children. Everyone is God's creation, but not everyone is God's child. That's right. Now, God created all people, but if someone rejects Jesus Christ, then they do not have God as their father. Those in hell are there as a result of a spiritual decision to reject God's gracious offer of salvation through Jesus Christ while they are alive on the earth. Exactly. You know, here is a typical comment from a philosopher of religion, John Hick. He is a British philosopher who is a universalist. In the book, Hell on Trial, page 141, he said, if we see as the heart of his Jesus teaching the message of the active and sovereign divine love, we shall find incredible and even blasphemous the idea that God plans to inflict perpetual torture upon any of his children. Well, again, that is correct, but they are not his children. And this is so prevalent, hun, in society today, right? Right. I mean, you know, but what they are really saying is no one goes to hell because everyone is God's child. Right. They either reject the reality of hell, the God of the Bible, or both. And they reinvent a God that complements their foolish opinion. Right. So that's a universalist. Now, please keep in mind that many of these philosophers and professors at Christian universities or seminaries are not actually born again. Therefore, they are not Christians and typically miss these next 15 verses. We're just going to read you these. Romans 9, 7, and 8 says, Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, They which are of the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. 
but the children of the promise are counted for thy seed. Okay. Then Galatians 3.26 says, for ye, are, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. So according to this verse, it is our faith or belief in who Jesus is that makes us children of God. John 1.12, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Notice that? You have to receive him to become the sons of God. 1 John 3.10, uh, in this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does not uh, righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Okay, so that, again, defined the difference, children of God and uh, children of the devil. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's clear. a good verse. All right, a couple more. Ephesians 5.1 says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Then Ephesians 1.5 says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Again, you have to come through Jesus Christ to be in his family. Yeah, and that's clear too. He's got a family. So if you have a family, there's a father. Right. Right? And a fa family of the devil, and there's a family of God. Right. You know, and Jesus is speaking in these next few verses, Matthew 13.38 it says, um, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. Right. Two different children, two different fathers. John 17, 9, I pray not for the world, this is Jesus again, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. So there you go. Not right. everyone is God's child. Luke 8, 21, my mother and my brethren are these which hear the word of God and do it. There's a clarification. Right. Matthew 5.45, love your neighbors that ye may be the children of your father. Love your enemies. Oh, love your enemies, sorry. Yes, love your enemies that you may be the children of your father. And Luke 20.36, children of God being the children of the resurrection. John 12.36, walk in the light that ye may be the children of light. So there's a children of darkness, children of light. Right. Now here Jesus speaks of the other father, John eight thirty eight. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do you do that which you have seen with your father. That's, and verse forty one says, "Ye do the deeds of your father." Verse forty two, uh, "If God were your father, ye would love me." So he's saying that God is not their father. Then in John eight forty four he says. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father you will do. And that's so, Jesus addressing the religious hypocrites. Right. Now, that is really clear. Yeah, yeah, you're of your father, the devil. That's very clear. Right. Jesus doesn't mince words. Right. Then Matthew 23, 31. Ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. Okay. And then Matthew 23, 4, uh, 15. You make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. So a child of hell, you can read that. Yeah, a child of hell is someone who has Satan as his or her father, right? Yes. And many do not realize that if they have not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they are not in God's family. You know, and the world thinks this. And by default, the scripture yeah. says they come under the authority of the only other father, which is Satan. Yes, and Jesus is the one who said this in John 8, 44, which you just read, Bill. And by doing nothing, ignoring or rejecting salvation through Jesus Christ, the devil remains as their father. 
That's right. It's very clear in the scripture. You know, it doesn't matter what Bill's opinion is or what my opinion is. It's what does the word of God say? That should be the authority in our lives. Exactly. And we've got to counter that because there's so much of, there's such a false narrative that is programming a lot of the church today, right? And it's always under the guise of love. And this actually flies in the face of that because if they're saying everybody, God loves everyone, which he does, which is part of the story. Right. But then they think everyone's God's child. Nobody needs to repent. Goes, you know, they don't bring out the rest of the gospel. There's a real hell. Love does give a warning. They reject all that. They reject the repentance and they give a little partial gospel and the whole world already knows Jesus loves them. But that's the only part of Jesus they want to give them. They don't want to say that he'll change you, he'll, he'll help you, he'll save you, he'll deliver you, he'll, you know, all those things that he does when we become his child. When he points out their sin in in life, you know, that we all sin. They don't want to hear that part. Exactly. Adultery and uh, fornication, all the other things man does is a sin and, you know, you're not going to enter heaven if you're living a lifestyle of these sins. So really they should be saying, hey, we're all sinners, not we're all his children. Right, exactly. You know, Matthew Henry's commentary, page 1752, says, If they must be doomed to such a state of endless misery, yet may they not have some good company there? No, none but the devil and his angels, their sworn enemies that helped uh, to bring them to this misery and will triumph over them in it. They served the devil while they lived and therefore are justly sentenced to be where he is as those that served closest uh, are taken to be with him where he is. Makes sense. And the MacArthur Commentary, page 1386, says, their conduct towards Jesus demonstrated that their real father was Satan, quote. And page 1667 says, quote, only those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ are God's true spiritual children, quote. That's right. You know, and how terrible would it be to live with the devil, demons, all those who rejected God, and all the murderers, liars, child abusers, rapists, and perverted people who have ever lived? And that's just a partial list, right? That's right. I mean, this is in addition to enduring the burning fires of hell, the thirst, hunger, no rest, blackness of darkness, loneliness, maggots, loud screams, deafening screams, you know, proof putrid, horrible odors, and the hopelessness of being lost forever. That's the worst part. Right. And it's so important that we as believers are salt and light in this world so we can influence those in darkness. Through Jesus Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection, the gift of eternal life is available to everyone. Right, it's exactly available to everyone, and some don't even teach that. Exactly. But But, But we've got to give them the full gospel, the whole uh, truth. You know, love isn't love if it doesn't accompany truth. Right. That's why the scripture says, speak the truth in love. Exactly. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. He is the truth. You know, John six thirty three says, for the bread of God, which uh, is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. So the whole world has the opportunity to be saved. 1 Timothy 2, 4 through 6 says, Who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all, 
not just a select few, but for all. Anybody that comes to him can be saved. 1 John 2, 2, and he is propitiation for our sins or the satisfaction for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. There you go again, the whole world. Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And in one more verse, 2 Peter 3, 9 says, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know, when we turn to God, ask forgiveness for our sin, and receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then we become a child of the living God. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or comment. We value your feedback. Stay in touch and learn more about this ministry by visiting us at soulchoiceministries.org.